just ate some turkey and some pumpkin pie and uh yeah nice about the same <clears throat> Stephen, do you have just one dinner or do you have one yesterday too are you guys just doing no, it all today just do it all today nice worked and then came home ate quick and then record with my buddy ridge hey nice you're tuned in to the party at the all points podcast can you believe it's season three talking warhammer and all that jack just three canadian duders john about that age of sigmar and they are helped out by nicole holding it down as the super produce all and it's gonna go off the rails conversating H of Sigmar on party at the All Points, come on, take a drink. We got Tristan talking to Chicago Bulls and that Brian Scalabrine. Then we got Dayton throwing away his pants down in BC. And we got Bud in Manitoba being Winkler, Manitoba friendly. We're all thanking God for Nicole doing the heavy lifting of the editing. Or else it would be three hours long instead of an hour and a half long party at the all points come on and take a drink party at the all points come on and take a drink party at the all points come on and take a drink party at the all points Hey, welcome everybody to Party at the All Points, your place for posting and toasting the age of Sigmar world that we fucking love this is Deaton <laughs> With Ridge again, episode one thirty seven, eight, something like know. that. Wow, we do some episodes. Uh, we're gonna go solo again because everyone left us and attended a really awesome event, and we're totally not FOMO for <laughs> at all. Don't care at all, and haven't posted and looked at every single picture and kept very close attention to. But yeah, no FOMO at all. No, I've cried <laughs> eight times this weekend alone. <laughs> Watching the streams from Rob. Yeah. I don't know if it's like better or worse. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's worse for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but like you get to see your friends having fun. So that's good. But then you're like, I'm not there. So it hurts. Yeah. Rob's just the greatest too. Like, yeah, I've oh. watched a little bit of the streams. I haven't been able to like watch them all just because of Thanksgiving and all that stuff. But uh, it's so amazing that he's got, yeah, the full setup. Like he's just so, that's that side camera. Oh my God. The shots. Like I watched yeah, yeah. a bit of the last game with Nate. And of Nate Jeremy's Jamie. crotch. <laughs> oh yeah that was crazy yeah and nate's cross boost just the, yeah, that yeah. camera well like, having that final spoiler alert um this episode went through some uh having that episode or uh nate and jeremy finish on the finals and they're both their armies are so fucking well painted it's crazy really, really nice yeah uh this is too bad it wasn't much of a game <laughs> but yeah uh but yeah we're gonna be talking uh the Donbergers book Book two, Reign of the Brute. Uh, we're going to go through it because it's been out for a while and we should probably talk about something. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, big shout out to super producer Nicole O'Bray for making us sound awesome and doing all the hard editing work while we just get to fucking record and jerk off and be fun. <laughs> Love you, Nicole. <clears throat> uh, big shout out to all our Patreon supporters. Can't do the show without you. You guys show us so much love and that's awesome. And that's the reason why we keep coming back to the mic every single week is because you make us feel good. <laughs> um, and then anyone that listens, of course, uh, that's the whole point of the show, which is great because it means if there's people listening, that's awesome. Um, what do we got? Sponsors? Yeah, 
Uh, we're part of the affiliate of FLG. If you're going to make any purchases down in the States, use our affiliate code. We get a little kickback on that. It's a nice way of helping. Plus, they have 15% off, so it's cool. Uh, we got some new show sponsors. We got uh, X Planet in the Toronto area. Mm-hmm. So uh, go ahead and use their product, uh, 15% off or 10% off or something like that, I think he offers for stuff, I think. I actually don't even know. <clears throat> help you there. I he has a lot of product and stuff, and he's he's pretty, he's he's a big supporter of the community, which is awesome. Yeah. And then we've also brought on uh, Taps Games up in Edmonton. Oh, nice. And they have 15% off as well. And for those on the western side of Canada, our hemisphere, uh, the shipping's a little bit better for us, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, those are your two sources for stuff. And then your movement trays, mini mag tray. Oh my God, use discount code mini mag bro, 5% off. And then of course, go get your custom dice with Baron of Dice. Use code P-A-T-A-P. Patap. Uh, he doesn't have many discount codes to anybody and we have one. So that's awesome. Oh, he's already so big. <clears throat> Just amazing. Baron of Dice. Ever, a lot of people use him. Yeah, man. Uh, but yeah, happy Thanksgiving to anyone that's uh, in Canada. And for anyone that's not in Canada, well... Get fucked. You <laughs> Wait got one another month. In. Yeah, you got you got another day to celebrate raping the land. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, what? Can't, can't be a name and rock the mohawk and uh, record an episode on land of Tanaha as well as the Métis. Yeah, there you go. And I am recording from the land of the Erie Neutral Huron Wendat, uh, the Haudenosaunee. So I pronounce that actually. I used to said it differently before. Um, and the Mississaugas. Mm. That's pretty cool. So what are, you, what are you working on right now? I am repainting Trug's cloth because I tried to go for this like yellow. Uh, I have, I think it's Abilene Sunset, the, the Games Workshop one. Sure. And then I washed it with a little bit of like a brown wash and then I re-highlighted it up. And I, I don't know. I just, I, it, I couldn't do it well. I've, I've never really painted yellow. Okay. So I just wasn't happy with it. And it, I spent enough time on it that I was like, this is annoying that it doesn't look the way I want it to look. Yep. So it's just going to be black and gray cloth. And I think it, I have enough kind of blue and other colors in it. I'm going to keep some of the trimmy cloth yellow, like at the top. The trimmy I, cloth. Oh, yeah. Like the trim in between the weapon and stuff <laughs> like that. For the people seeing the video, they know exactly what I'm talking about. But Which would be our Patreons. Yes, exactly. Um, but yeah, I'm going to get this guy going. I got to go back up to Thunder Bay again. Um, tomorrow I'm actually flying out. So I, uh, I got to figure out what I'm going to bring up. I might just bring some more trolls, but I'm just gets brain. So I've been doing just so much gets. So I heard it wasn't very, uh, okay. When last time you visited Thunder Bay, it was not, no, I built like an entire Seraphon, that whole new Seraphon kit that GW sent us. I built pretty much everything waiting for my flights that got delayed seven or eight times and then canceled and then, you know, waiting for your hotel voucher, getting back, blah, blah. It's just a nightmare. So I'm very much hoping I don't get delays and canceled this time Mm -hmm. because I have a little baby I need to get back home to. And it's the first time I'm going to be away from Charlie for more than, you know, three or four hours. So, right. Yeah. So, and mom and mom. Oh yeah. I can't forget about her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a big part of it too, you know. <laughs> yeah, but we got her all set up. We got tons of leftovers and shit, which has been amazing. Just obviously from Thanksgiving, so she should be good for the week. And yeah, uh, that's well, a, that's a big part of it. Like, if anyone have any of your friends have kids and stuff like that, the best thing you can do is just like bring them over, like a casserole or something, right? Yes, our friends did that a bunch, like lasagna, exactly things like that. It is huge. 
Yep. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. I probably so, shouldn't be doing shopping while I'm doing an episode. Uh, <laughs> but hey, I was looking at uh, Pro Cli- Pro Acrylic Paints with the Jade. Okay. Uh, I was having a conversation prior to this episode, a little pre-talk, because that's how we do things on this show. Because um, it takes us a long time to get organized, usually. <clears throat> that was my can of beer on the table. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so with the success of the last tournament, which was Five Alarm, us raising over three grand, a big mm-hmm. part of that was uh, Mike Joe, like from Winnipeg donating a Slaves of Darkness army that he painted to be raffled off. And we ended up like that alone was like two grand or something like that. Yeah. For that army. Um, And it was an awesome gesture. I want to keep that ball rolling now. So I've got a team of artists together and we're going to be doing a Sons of Bahamut uh, army. And we're going to pro paint the shit out of that. And it's gonna be awesome. Uh, I got some really amazing, amazing artists uh, involved in that. Sweet. Uh, and you said something about the teal. Like, is that you're gonna keep a? Yeah. So, like, Sons Bahamut, they're they're haphazard. Like, all their articles and everything that's going on with them, they're just like they got a bunch of ragtag shit on them all the time. Mm-hmm. So I didn't like really want to restrict color options too much because it's really what makes Sons of Bahamut really cool is that they just kind of pick up whatever they have and just roll with it. Yeah. Um. So, but you gotta have like one color to kind of tie everything in. So bases are all gonna match, and then the color we're gonna go with is teal. Okay, which Sweet. would be banging all the way through that, which would be like really cool, like the gate breaker and stuff, like his hood. Mm-hmm. I imagine that would be a good target for teal and stuff like that. The patchy cloth and things like yeah, that. Like yeah, like little yeah, things yeah. like that. You can just kind of throw it here and there, just to kind of show some sort of uh, uh, unity. There you go. That's a word. Uh, but the <laughs> artists that are to join in to do this will be Brandon Miner, uh, George Thompson, JP Lacasse, Matt Hopkins, Matt Corliss, Paul Swenson, and uh, Paul Tin. Nice. Ting. And everyone uh, gets a Gargan? Or what the, what's the... <clears throat> oh, you want another list? I think I saw you post it and it's just three bigs and four littles. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's uh, Stomper Tribe. And it's a gatebreaker, a kraken eater, a war stomper, which mm-hmm. is your obviously your general. And the war stomper's got the eager for a fight, so he can run and or he can charge, run and still charge, run charge, yeah, yeah. But he also has the artifact, the amberbone, the three d six. I mean, obviously you can make it any way you want, but th- this list is what we themed it around. So yeah, yeah you can do a three d six run and charge, which yeah. is huge. Cool. And then there's four man crushers with them, and they're. Bosses of the Stomp and Footslogus for Unified, so it's a two-drop with an extra artifact. Nice. Which is pretty sweet. And it's like one of each. Yeah, it's cool. Know, one of each of the, the big the bigs, yeah. The bigs. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a bunch of the little ones and stuff. So it's like a really good start. Yeah, so. sweet. Um, but yeah, super stoked for that. Uh, four of the artists all have trophies <laughs> from my tournaments. They're all like the best painted guys. Uh, Matt Amazing. from Edmonton, he was he didn't win best painted. His buddy um, won it, but uh, he got best overall. So he was a very very close second. Yeah, hobby score uh, still up. Pendleton Pendleton Cox got uh, best painted this year, and then Paul won. Pendleton's what? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Pendleton <laughs> Cox is his name. Oh. He's a teacher. He's got a wicked mustache. <laughs> oh, he's a teacher too, <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mr. Cox. <laughs> 
No. <laughs> Fuck, I got something in my throat that just won't leave. I think it's that cold. Anyways. Um, I got Talking cocks. About, Talking about cocks. All right, talk about cocks. I, get all... <laughs> I got no gag reflex, I swear. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> and Paul won five alarm best painted. And then last false alarm, George won best painted. And then JP has his own studio and he does commission art. And he was the one that spearheaded the 40 hours of 40 K. Oh yes, That yeah. we did for the suicide awareness. What's up or heads up, uh, heads up men's health or whatever yep. that we raised, um, that I contributed that war bike to. And oh, they ended yes, up raising like $11,000 for that, which was awesome. Nice. Um, and then, so like each of us got a mega gargant, each one has a man crusher. So you get like a good amount of time to make it look good. And we're going to theme it on like, they're breaking down a village and a castle. So like the terrain, it's going to be like, like bricks and broken and shit. Like they're just rampaging. Sweet. So I think that looked uh, pretty, pretty dope ass. But yeah, we're going at the, it was suggested that the pro acrylic, uh, Jade is a really good teal to start a layer on with. So that's mm-hmm. what we're noted kind of, kind of going I'm with. pumped to see this now. Yeah. I read the little blurb you talked about, but now after you fully going through it, I'm, I'm jacked to see this. Yeah. I think it'd be really cool. And it's going to be like, like who doesn't want to throw a couple bucks at that to win? For that sure. would be pretty awesome. Cause like I said, all these artists, like I know pretty much all of them personally, uh, one guy is JP's friend and they're all really good, really good painters. So yeah. Yeah, including myself. Uh, I'm pretty good too. I want some painting. I want some painting in my day, you know. Best painted. Almost best as good overall. As people, but yeah, close second. What was it? Best Renaissance at LVO a couple years ago. Yeah, pretty good. You got the Renaissance yeah. with the Marathi <clears throat> and the bows. And placing what the hell was You're it? You're 12th, I think. Uh, yeah, 12th. And Anthony was 13th. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that was a good show. Never again. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, didn't get much games in this week. Uh, I got one game against Pat. Corn versus uh, oh, Slaves yes. of Darkness. And I was just... I was, I was not feeling it. <laughs> um, there was a lot of things leading up into I probably shouldn't have played a game of TTS. TTS is kind of rough for me mentally anyways. Yeah, like it's. I don't get the same hype as playing in person. You don't get the energy, and just something about the digital rolling of dice and the results vexes me. It's like how is there seven sixes, one one, and one two? There's no way I can. (laughs) I can have my opponent roll in person and go super hot, and it's like high fiving that dude. Like congratulations, that's epic. Because it's there's this energy around physically rolling dice. When it's digital, I get pissed off. And it's the exact same thing, actually, for Blood Bowl. Like, I get angry at Blood Bowl if I try to play that <laughs> online. I play yeah. that in person, and it's a fun experience that we're getting drunk and we're laughing at what's happening. That shit happens online, and I'm getting mad. What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. Don't know what it, I, I don't know what it is psychologically that just triggers me differently when it's a digital. Because you're not with a person, I feel like. That's like if you're with someone having a beer, looking at them in the face. Like, I, maybe that yeah. is a bit of it, but... Maybe just the feeding energy. Who knows? I'm with you. We use it so much for practice. So it's like, you know, it's, it's needed, but I'm, I'm with you. It's so much better in person. Yeah. So I needless to say, I got the brakes fucking beat out of me by Pat. Um, 
Yeah. Which was, I'm sure he felt great about. And uh, congratulations. <laughs> At <on> West. <laughs> uh, I, I beat him in person. He beat me online. You know, it's, yeah. it's fair. Um, but I, I did make a little mistake that I was actually good to learn off of. Yes. And the more you play against Slaves of Darkness, even so that's the nice thing about TTS is the rules and the understanding of what the army can kind of do. Yeah, you still get is, that for sure. Yeah, you still get that. But yeah. um, it's not the same. Like there's my table presence isn't the same either when it's on TTS as opposed to when you're looking at it in person. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> for sure. So, uh, but yeah, that's it's what we got. So that's what we do. So that's what we play with. <laughs> yeah, I played only one game too. Actually, same that little the TTS tournament that we're playing. I played Carl. Hilarious t- uh, turn of the tides. Carl was playing Seraphon, and I was playing Gits, which last year was like the opposite of what we each were yeah. playing. And yeah, it was really fun. Um, Gits is the funnest army ever, so having a great time with it. But Carl's playing a pretty sweet coalesce list. I it, just playing it really made me want to play more coalesced. I think coalesce is still super fun. Okay. So I kind of want to, yeah, thinking about, I don't know. I feel like whenever I play against something like that, I'm just like, oh, okay. And then I found myself after I made like six lists. I'm like, oh, okay, I could probably do this or I could do that. Like, it's just classic. If you play a certain army and you play against it, I, I don't know, at least I do. And then I'm like, oh, what if I switch that unit out and do this? And, but oh, it's like when anyone plays corn yeah and i watch people play corn and i'm like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> yeah especially on stream ridge yes. you just you just wait until uh this week actually when modern Preds game comes out you'll you'll be able to yell at me on the screen <laughs> yeah that's i just finished watching that zeech game that you had against jordan that was rough oh yes God, there are so Fine. many that are like that that are just like oh, this is. But we at least we at like least Rapture's changed. So yes, exactly, and that is the other thing that is the season of war effect. We play something, and then it's like, oh yeah, well, we recorded this a month ago, and now that rule is completely changed, and this whole yeah. list is not valid anymore. But it's like, you know, it takes a long time to do the editing and everything. So like, first of all, obviously going to put it out. But some of those games too, it's good to even if it is quick or it's like a schlacking, it's good to yeah. see some of those lists that can what they do right at least and, for competitive players and like you, you have to right like you got to keep putting out content yeah like, we're not gonna gw is always going to change things except for their physical books which can't be changed but the digital <laughs> ones are great yeah we'd love that <laughs> it's like when you go on wahapedia and you're like oh yeah, everything's updated. This is great. <laughs> like I was looking at Soul Like Gravelords. That army has changed significantly from physical book to whatever it is now. Yes. Multiple SAQs, points, everything, yeah. And like rules changes. Yes. Like it, there's a lot. And uh thanks, Wahapedia. Yes. And they just started doing a lot of advertisement on Wahapedia. So Oh really? I didn't notice yeah. I use a lot more now, but I mean, I get it. They got they got to make money, dude. I used to love they used they used to give out uh, ITC if you want a best in faction. They used to give you all the codes for all the books. They stopped doing that. That's yeah. not a thing anymore. So now they just do the golden ticket. Yeah, fuck that. Who cares? Well, I guess that's, that's, people love that stuff as well. And that's going to be actually a huge event in like a month or so. Yep. But want the yeah, codes, bro? Want the codes? I don't know. I got all the books anyways. I got a friend who just bought another city's box. So he's nice. going to give me the book off of that. So pretty stoked. That's the only book I don't have right now. So, Oh, nice. Yeah. And now that I got these fucking 
store sponsorships, bro. <laughs> At least that'll save a couple bucks. All the stuff. That's cool. Yeah, I'll sell my soul for a cheaper book. <laughs> I'll suck that dick. Suck that dick for a few bucks. Suck that dick, and then I'll cough. Because <laughs> I guess that's something I do. <laughs> Only when I suck cocks, though. <laughs> Mr. Cox. <laughs> Mr. Cox gets in my throat like no other. Uh, but yeah, why don't we take... Uh, Unless I missed anything. Did I miss anything? I'm so bad at this. How have I been doing this for almost four years? Oh, did the intro. Um, thank Nicole. Thank Did a million sponsors. I think you got her all, brother. Uh, <laughs> I miss Bud and Tristan. There you go. I miss them too. But they're having fun. I called Tristan. That was cute. Did you? Guess have a little yeah. chat? Yeah, a little chat. Nice. He's having, he's having just a grand old time. I saw he's playing with Slow Nice. They had a little game set up on Will? the pool, pool yeah. table there. His his really good friend there so it's... that's where the the bits place uh the bits trading was last time remember yeah i dropped off a ton of bits and i took quite a few actually back as well um just say your bit wouldn't cause me to gag <laughs> <laughs> oh great great i'm just kidding your dick's probably huge <laughs> yeah it's a good size yeah it's basically like a salamander <laughs> 2d3 mortal wounds yeah before before the nurse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't 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 nerf Ridge's dick. Okay? No, please don't nerf. No uh, more. No more. Alright, let's take a music break. Why man great so they gotta be great. Woo! I just took a DNA test, turns out I'm a hundred percent that bitch. Even when I'm crying crazy, yeah, I got talking about marines marines got a new book coming out Drink. never ever ever talk about a space marine that would make bud so unhappy as well i have to paint a other game system because i'm in a uh, we do a secret santa with yeah. my other group of friends oh okay Playing into ours. And, yeah well, but what we do with for ours is we 
uh, buy and paint a model for the individual. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you painted that corn hero that one year. Yeah, I did the corn hero. I did um, uh, what's his name? The troll, the underworlds guy with the mushroom and the bat squig. I can't remember. What's oh, his name? he has the big. Oh, he has the big stone. No, nope, he has the big spore. It's a troll. Oh, it's a and troll. He's got like the mushrooms all over. Oh, Moloch. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, Moloch. Yeah. Moloch's fiends. This guy right here. Or whatever. Yeah, that guy. Mm-hmm. He's <clears throat> one of my danks. <laughs> no, he's not rich. <laughs> he's, he's my big dank. <laughs> all right. Speaking of big danks, let's uh let's talk some trugs. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's the first one. Uh so yeah, in this ninety seven pages or whatever the fuck it is. Uh, only 20 of them are actually rules. Yes. But it's good for like lore people, I guess, and stuff. And I will say right off the get-go, the rules part is right before. It's not where you would think it would be. That's where uh, it's like, I think right after the path to glory stuff or right before the path to glory. It's the stuff that tells you about like what you can do with the regiments or armies of renown. Yeah, so the actual rules is page 54, but it's one page. Yes. And then it does the Twin-Tailed Crusade, Chapter 1, Grit and Steel. Yes. Um, and I missed so it. Yeah. So it was like going back to find that because it is it is important because it tells you right there that you can't, you have to have, like there's certain stipulations with the armies of renown. Which are, um, you can't use any of the allegiance abilities of the army that the renown replaces. Yes. Um, in addition, the following rules from the factions battle tomes are not used. Grand strats, battle tactics, core battalions, and war squirrel battalions. Yes, none of that stuff. Because they get replaced with the armies of renown ones. And that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just that little blurb. Exactly. And then... But if you miss that, then you, right, you need to know you can't do tactics from the original book and the grand strats. And 22 pages later, you get the rules for the Trug's Trog herd yeah uh they replace what is it each every unit in your army must have both the gloom spike gets keyword and the trogoth keywords yeah and they gain trugs trog herd keyword yeah and then all uh, non-heroes so yeah. are battle line all so pretty much just any troll is bad becomes battle line yeah um trugs trog herd units that do not have the hero keyword gain the battle line yeah which is sick. Which is that's why you dank. have the triple dank unit, which is insanity how much damage they do. But let's just say right off the bat, Trug, yes, is probably still stronger in the Gits book than he is in his own Trogger himself, maybe. But the the benefit that he gives by bonking the laystone is is sure so strong. Because but they lose a lot of spell casting and and rends and ward saves. The moon, they, like not being able to have Scraggy and keeping the moon. There is definitely right. some downsides. Yes, not getting the four up ward item. The you know glowy house. It'd be it'd be really cool if the trag uh, troll hag wasn't legended. Yes, because there's a really good caster. Yeah, she was awesome. Yeah. Rest in peace, babe. Yeah, there's no magic at all. I guess you could give the arcane tome to uh, to the trog boss, but for mystic shield. Yeah, for a spell for if you want for the turn one. But there's a really good turn one tactic already, so right. that's kind of I think the one reason you would do it. But yeah, and all the battle tactics are basically resolved around trug too. 
Yes, other than the one just taking the... Don't like that one? Where you just pick an enemy hero and destroy it with Trug? Yeah, pretty sweet. (laughs) No. No, uh, what dots glowy thing? Yes. You pick an objective, you not control. You complete this. If you control that objective at the end of this turn with two or more friendly Trug, Trug hurts units that are affected by the light of the bad mood contesting that objective. Amazing turn one tactic. Sure. Which is huge. (laughs) It is. That's a huge... To have a turn one tactic in a book is like so massive like certain armies like you play corn like you if you don't get surround and you're playing a one that's deployment up to half you know what i guess you have bellicor as well so you could do dominance but you know turn one tactic is big like if, if to have a good one like slanash like certain armies it is it is it just makes your life so much easier for sure for sure uh so the moon works the same way and then the moon just makes them plus one to save yeah which is pretty baller when everything's like four up saves, I think. Yeah, everything's four and then goes to plus one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at the start of your hero phase, you can use a friendly Trug's malfunctioning laystone ability to affect you pick applies to all friendly Trug, trug herd units until the start of your next hero phase. Yeah. So it plays a little different because Trug, when he does it himself, it affects for the rest of the game until he rolls and changes it. Yes, you have to do it in Trug Trogard. You have to do it every start of hero phase for everyone right. else to get it. Yes. Um, but if you play Trug in Mola or in uh, Glog's Mega Mob or King's Gits or something, he can bonk it one time, get a ward save, say, and then he doesn't have to bonk it again because he can, right. because he doesn't have to give it to the other units, essentially. Right. Like, it doesn't change. No. Like, he can still just do that in this, but you're just losing the benefit to all your other dudes. Exactly, which is the whole point of running it in this sub-faction, because... And speaking of which, yeah, uh, you can make all your units suffer D3 mortal wounds. <laughs> Don't <laughs> epic that one. Uh, add one to the attack characteristic, which is epic. Uh, improve the rent characteristic by one, or you receive a command point on a two-up. Yep. Every time the unit receives a command... Um, only on modified hit rolls of six for attacks made with missile weapons score hits. Crazy good in some matchups. And all your dudes have five upwards. Yeah. So there's a, you know, I, you can, there's a few cases to use all those. And I, I guess I didn't say, but so at the start of the hero phase, you bonk it. And then if he's bracketed, you'd roll less dice, but you roll four dice to start. And then if you roll whatever one of those numbers, you can kind of choose to pick which effect you, you want. Right. So the plus one attack is usually the strongest if you're running like rock guts that already have a ward save. But for sure, if you're running a bunch of danks and like for sure. fell waters, then the five up wards amazing. The sixes to only be hit on sixes against shooting with like, say, new cities or you're playing KO, like they can only hit you on sixes. You're not doing damage to these trolls. Um, no one's running fell water trolls because you can't get them. Yes, that's also fair. I'm actually painting three. I have we have twelve rockets, and I'm painting three of them greener. So I'm just gonna run them as fellows. Yeah, three D printer go burr. Yeah. Uh, so they have their own command traits. Um, ceaseless growth, which is whenever a friendly trockard unit uses regeneration, they add one to the number of wounds, which is pretty big. Solid, yeah. Uh, prize troglet. Um, each time an enemy model within twelve is issued a command on a five up that command is not received and it's lost yeah uh, living landmark during deployment instead of setting this journal up in the battlefield they can set up an ambush so at the end of the movement phase you can set them up within three inches of a terrain feature more than nine inches away from enemy models 
Yeah, I don't really see Which, the use for that. Yeah, one. you don't. Yeah, you need them on there to bonk, anyways. Yeah, but the troglet is sweet. That came up a few bunch of times, and healing one more wound. The big thing is they always heal at the start of the hero phase, so yours and your opponent's turn. So the healing is is great. That's the ceaseless growth. So an extra one. So then your rockets yeah. would heal D three plus one. Your danks would heal D three plus one. So it sounds like a small amount, but no, it's big. It's nice. Especially on like 12 wound models and yeah. shit like that. Uh, they get artifacts. The Thlack Weezer Club. Strack one for hit rolls or wound rolls for attacks to target the bearer. Yep, if you activate first. Yep. <clears throat> uh, the bearer has a move characteristic of D6 plus 5. Uh, yeah, kind of fun. I don't hate that one actually. Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, the bearer gains the monster keyword and you can carry out two different monsters rampages instead of one. Which that's the best one. I think it's only if he is already a monster, but so, yeah. So just turning him into a monster is still the best. Oh, one. right. The best yeah, one. Because yeah. <clears throat> Trug is a monster, yes. but he's also unique, so he can't gain. He can't. That's why I don't get that because he can take a command trait. You actually can make him in, uh, your general, and then he can take one of those command traits. It's in, in the book, it says that. Yeah, including unique heroes. Does it say an heroes. artifact? Can he take an artifact? No, no. So <laughs> I don't know why it says if you're already a monster because there are no troll monster heroes. Because the Trog boss isn't a monster, so I don't know. Maybe it's future-proofing? There you, yeah, there could actually maybe be a monster, big monster troll hero coming. Who knows? Which would be weird. Uh, but in those that don't know Trog, he's pretty cool. Four up, 16 wounds, six-inch move. Yep. Um, Heals D3 plus three. All his, his attacks being D6 damage, it hurts. <laughs> Yeah, and then, well, the D3 plus two of them are D3 plus three, but... Right. And then the, the four big ones are D6, so who knows? Yeah, exactly. It could be random, but... Right. Uh, and he heals real hard. Yeah, D3 plus three, and then D3 plus four if you run that one command trait. Right. So imagine in Glog's Mega Mob, then he, every time he activates, he heals that as well. But he's a four-up save, and he doesn't have a word rule. Exactly, yeah. So, so he can go down. That bitch can drop yep uh okay moving on cool uh we got the grunta stampede which honestly we're probably not gonna see <laughs> yeah it's it sucks that it's it's cute and cool but uh iron or just the other sub factions literally <laughs> iron sun yeah and they have to have the keyword ma grunta or or grunta's keyword it's only pigs yeah yeah and blood tooths um, is just better like the yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's, let's not waste your time. <laughs> but we can talk about the models. Yes. Because you've been using them. And I watched that match. And dude, that Tusk boss fucking went rampant. Carl, yeah. The match with Carl, yeah. It was insane. They're cool. Yeah. And they're just amazing models. They have some pretty sweet rules. The Carver Path is sweet. Um, yeah. Yeah, so they can do the Carver Path, which is just basically the ogre. They get to charge after again. Mm-hmm. Um, pick an enemy of the wound characteristic of four or less within three inches of this unit. Roll a die. If the roll is less than the unit's momentum score, that unit suffers a number of wound, mortal wounds equal to the roll and immediately attempts to charge with this unit. Yeah. When a unit charges into matter, it can pass across enemy units that have a wound characteristic of one or two. As if it had fly. Uh, so they do this momentum thing now. Um, this affects all the pigs. Uh, they start with zero, or start the, uh, they start with one. Each time this unit finishes a run or charge move, add D3. This unit's momentum score can never exceed six. 
at the end of each turn, subtract one from the unit's momentum. Yep. And they're basically their damage table is tied to momentum. Yeah. So they don't have a damage table, but they have a momentum score. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it basically just makes their move more, more rend on their attacks, and the tusks just start going crazy. Yeah, and there's a bunch of ways right. to mess with it. And it's for people that like to charge. <laughs> yeah, Plus, and Iron Sons, pigs, if players. Playing Iron Sons, Iron Sons. That's where the great self action. Yeah, yeah. Because you're charging, in, you're charging in your enemy's turn. Yeah. Which is sweet. And that's what we saw. I think Carl played... Yeah, he played Iron Sons in that game. Yeah. Um, and they're a three-up save on the Tusk boss. Yeah, the hero... 14, 14 wounds. The hero solid. The three-up save is huge on the hero, yeah. And he's got like six attacks at damage two. And remember, one Ren one. And then if he's playing in normal Iron Jaws, which is why we didn't talk about the other one, because now you're adding plus one damage to all of it. War Channer, yeah. Uh, you can give him a 3d6 charge. Yep. Um, you can call Wa and get minus an additional minus ran on all these attacks. Yeah, there's a lot of yeah. buffs now as well, and with even the other sixes to hit. Yeah, do mortals the new hero. Yep. Yeah, he's pretty good. Uh, so that's the hero one, and there are monsters as well. So that's cool. And then there's the Mogrenta with the hacking crew, which isn't the monster. It's a four up save, fourteen wounds. Other than that, though, it's all pretty much the exact same for damage. Mm-hmm. They lose two attacks, that's about it. Uh, and then just the one on their own, which is the Mogranta Gougers, which they don't have the sidecar. Uh, 12 wounds on a 4-up save. Still a bunch of damage. Yeah. Still, if you get the momentum going, they do a bunch. And they do a different monstrous rampage, though, uh, which is flattened into the mud. Only a model in this unit made a charge move, can carry out this monstrous rampage, pick an enemy unit with a moves characteristic of one or two within three inches, and roll a die. If the roll is less than the unit's momentum score, the strike last effect applies to that unit. Which is actually solid. Like strike- When you're doing smashing and bashing? Yeah, it's pretty good. And it's just, uh, well, I mean, just solid, yeah, for multiple, like, strike last is always amazing with melee armies, right? Like, it's very strong. But it's, I don't know. Is he worth the points? That's that's always like. Well, that's the nice thing about it, is he's a monster. Yeah. He's tiny. Or, um, he's quite he's a bit spalled. cheaper, right? Like eighty or ninety points cheaper, I think. Yeah, he's one hundred and eighty points. Yeah, so that's actually cheap. It's pretty cheap for that. That's a really cheap monster it that is, does yeah. a decent amount of damage. Yeah. That's gonna cause havoc. Yeah. I I actually really like so it's him or the hero. Yeah. I don't really like the sidecar one because that. With the hacking crew is another um, ninety points. Oh, is that okay? Yeah, yeah. See, that's oh, that's the one I was thinking of. That was a bit cheaper than the hero. Yeah, that's the one we don't like. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so with that, we got a whole new art boys. With yes. the new art boys, we have the art boy big boss. Six wounds, three up save, four inch move. Uh, looks baller. So sick. Yeah, he looks great. Uh, he's got the standard fucking hero stats that are starting to actually make me annoyed. <laughs> two inch range, five attacks, threes and threes, minus, minus one, one, two damage. Two damage. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck off. The Stormcast generic hero, they haven't changed that. Vampire Lord. Yeah. Fucking everything, dude. At it's least all the it's, same. It's, you remember that. Like, <laughs> you play against sure. it, it's like, oh, well, we know what he's going to be. You take that path, Rich. Yeah. I will take the path of start 
fucking coming up with rules. Yeah, give him three damage or two rend at least. You know, I don't want to just go into this housing complex and all the houses are the exact same. Like, fuck off. I want uniqueness. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but he does he does two things that are really good. One yes. is when he issues a rally, he can do it up to two times. Amazing. And when he issues it to Ard Boys, they rally on five ups instead of sixes. So good. Um, and then his other thing is gets bashing, which he adds one to the shield bash rules for Ard Boys holier than twelve. Nah. Um, you say, man, it's not bad. Yeah. It's you're doing mortals on fives instead of sixes. And it's the same as like Source Warrior Jaws. Essentially, they do yep fives and coalesce. Yep. So similar, right? And he's um, he's a hundred points. The yeah, that's, bad... that's cheap. hundred points. That's that's yeah, pretty he's, cheap. He's he's cheap as chips, bro. Yeah. Um, but the bad thing about him is he can't get any artifacts. He can't have any command traits. Yeah, I didn't because he doesn't have the right keywords. And that's oh, the same okay. way with it's the same way with the uh, Tusk Bosk on Mod Crusher. Yes, that's Good. right. He doesn't have the uh, Mega Boss. I know that's such a huge miss. Um. And same with the Art Boy Big Boss. Like, they don't have the keywords to give them artifacts or anything. It's so silly. It is a bit silly. Because a Destroyer Axe on the Tusk Boss would be pretty fun. Yeah. Um, and then you get Zagrot the Anvil Smasher, which is a unique hero with seven wounds with three up save. Love those stats. Yeah, that's great. And here's a man that has a unique fucking a melee weapon. Good ability as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you can either give him the, uh, the Hammer or the tongs i'm hilarious of the root i'm the one with the tongs i think i, think I take tongs i think everybody every in the entire planet is taking tongs yep <laughs> except for that one risky bastard that's running all the war rock profits and then he's got him and then he's running the, the hammer uh the hammer's like it's okay yeah um what is it so it's Ward Smasher Choppa or the Grata Tongs. So the Ward Smasher Choppa is two inch range, two attacks, threes and twos, minus two, three damage. So good damage, yeah. Yeah, like he's you take it. He can actually put up a little bit of a fight. Yes. And then if he rolls any sixes to hit unmodified, um, he removes the ward's save from the unit that he's fighting till the rest of the game. Yeah, solid. Rest of the but game, yeah. That I remember two, that. Yeah, it's, two attacks, though. Yes, it's two attacks. It's not going to happen. But if you take the tongs, yeah, um, it's threes and fours, no rend, one damage, four attacks. But in the hero phase, so he gets to do this regardless. So in the hero phase, he can pick a unit, friendly iron jaws unit, holy within twelve, and roll a die. Add to the roll if he's armed with the tongs. There you go. On a four up, that unit's weapons are green hot. So basically, six is to hit cause a mortal wound in addition yes which is awesome bonkers good iron jaws already did a shit ton of attacks and damage and they don't other than like the but pig, they couldn't do mortals pig charge mortals that was like it you're right yeah now gorgrentas can get super sauce tons of attacks and just go ham because yes. it's on the mounts too yes so that's, that's where and it's on a two up instead of a four up which is it, which is what you want unbelievably better than that the hammer yes <laughs> basically i don't know what are we gonna we gonna we gonna big dick on this podcast when you get to like a high competitive level with age of sigmar yeah the players tend to try to eliminate dice rolling as much as you can for sure yeah like risk is not something you want 
when you're playing your game. Especially a four up, for God's sake. That's like, oh yeah. my gosh, the worst. Um, so this is you. You're that's why we say you're always going to take the tongs. Yes, because you you're taking them for that ability. You're not taking them for another beat stick. You got lots of those. Uh, but he's seven wounds in a thrift save. He's actually super beefy too, mm-hmm. and he's got a bunch of attacks. So and, you know, and it's a sweet model. Yeah, he's sweet model. He comes with a little anvil squig, which is super cool. Uh, when we talk about the art boys, because they change quite a bit, I know this is going to be a long part, but this the Iron Jaw's got like a big beef with this book. Yeah, the other stuff isn't as much. Yeah, for sure. Um, Orc art boys completely changed. They are now min ten to a unit. Mm-hmm. Two wounds on three up save. Five bravery. Fuck their bravery still shit. Yeah, they're orcs. Um, they got. They sh- they should be too angry and fighty to be scared of running. <laughs> do you read the novels, Ridge? They do not run. <laughs> um. So you got two options. They can either be the Art Boy Choppas or the Art Boy Stickers. The Choppas have a one-inch range. They got two attacks, threes and threes, minus one, one damage. The Stickers have two-inch range. Two attacks, fours and threes, minus one, one damage. Third two mil bases yeah. can be kind of a thing, but they actually changed a lot. Like They each have their own unique stat, uh, ability with it. So here we go is if the if they're armed with Choppas, if they make a charge move in the same turn, they add one to the attack characteristic of their weapons. So now they're three attacks on those threes and threes minus one, one damage. Mm-hmm. Sixes do mortal wounds and they could be at minus two rand and two damage each if you call the wah and get them extra beefy. A dust is, is if they get charged, they add rent to their, so they'll be rent two. Yeah, and if they're an anvil, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. With three up save now. There's an argument for both, I guess, but I, I still, I think I go choppers. Most people probably still go choppers, yes, because it, it also depends if you're running a big unit of them, you know. If you're running a massive unit, then you could possibly see the, like a massive anvil of 30 of them. Yep. I can see and it. it. Threes to fours is a big difference. Yes. Especially with the amount of minus one to hit out there. Yeah, that's where it's is, rough. Yeah. Trying to hit shit on fives for anyone that does those stupid fucking missile attacks with their shitty units. Just stop rolling. He ain't getting anything. No. All right, keep stop trying to ma- keep stop, going, boys. Stop trying to make horrors do damage. <laughs> okay? <laughs> they ain't gonna do it. Uh, and then they get to do a thing where they're uh, shield bash. So after they fight, they can pick an enemy unit within one inches of this unit. And then for each model that's within one inch of this unit, I don't know why they did this. They, oh, I didn't actually catch that because it's not the same wording as the Seraphon Thesaurus Jaws. Roll it, no, it's not. Roll a dice for each model in this unit that is within one inch of that unit. That's awful. It's it's the ghetto version of this. Yeah. Uh, they do on a six up. They take a mortal wound. Why would they? Which do you can that? make a five up. They I don't literally know. just FAQ the Saurus Jaws to work after you activate. That's you just do the mortals to the unit. That's so dumb. But so it's it's dumb. It is what it is. It's very dumb. It's it's the ghetto version. But they also went up in price, so they're no longer filling that role of that fill. Cheap. Yeah, the cheap little five man. I feel like they've done that with the Chaos Warriors. They did that. Yeah, they're making all these elites. Uh, they're 220 points. So For 20 wounds on a 3-up save. Uh, so actually much worse than Chaos Warriors as well. They're 184. With with a potential if you take two units with the... What's his nuts? With the dude, uh, The yeah. big boss. The Ardboy big boss. 
you can rally both units yeah. and on five ups. Yeah. I think they, they're trying to make them fill a role, right? Because ev- everyone look, just runs pigs or runs brutes, right? So they want to try to give them some type of role. Their fucking physical glow up is amazing. Yeah. These models are amazing. They're, they look so good. Yeah. It's everything you want Iron Jaws to be. Yeah. They're like the Art Boys didn't fit before. Now they fit. Yeah. Now it looks like a cohesive army. Yeah, they are awesome. I agree. Yeah. Uh, but now your fill in model is the Brute Ragers. Yep. And the weird Brute Rekkas. Uh, they come in units of three. Hey, don't we all? Um, they're 100 points or 125 points, depending on which one you take. Uh, it's a either or build. Yeah. They're five up save, which is hot trash. Yeah. Still four inch move, hot trash. Three wounds each. It's not bad. Um, so if you take the brute ragers, they either have a, a mighty gorehaka or brute crusher. Uh, so the Mighty Gorehaka is 2-inch range, 3 attacks, 3s and 3s, minus 2-2 two, two damage. The Brute Kresha is 2 attacks, 2-inch range, sorry, 3 attacks, 4s and 4s, minus 1, D3 damage. Yuck. So, yep. But, unmodified hit rules for Brute Crushes of a 6 causes 3 mortal wounds, and the attack sequence ends. Yum. <laughs> so... Yeah. What what did we say? What did we say before, Bridge? You try to eliminate risk? Yeah. But yeah. I mean it's a yeah. It's you go for the more consistent rend two two damage. Yeah. I think every time. And what so they both run in charge, right? Yep. Yes. So that's the other only like okay, I get it part. Like they can get in. But yeah, I don't know. These guys uh, are... well, sorry. You can give him the chain smasher too. I... So the chain smasher is six attacks, fours and fours minus one, two damage. Yeah, that's the yes, yes, okay, the chain. Yeah, yeah. Which, yes, you get more attacks if you're running the the mortals. But those aren't aren't the ones that are those ones that activate first and get the five aboard, or those are the ones that no, no. these are the ones on their own. Okay, yeah. So they're the ones over a hundred points. Uh, the ones that are 125 are the Weird Brutes. Uh, they have a 5-up ward if they're within 3 inches of enemy models. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. And they only have the chains. Yeah, see, I don't... Which are... Yeah. Yeah, sorry. I don't think those... I don't like really like them. Right. Um, For more points, too. I don't know. I feel like these guys are cool but models. unmodified and... hit rolls of 6 explode against, units, uh, against an enemy model that has 10 or more models. So they're they're specifically designing them for like zombies and shit. Yeah, Crocscore they did that too as well. Like, just get rid of the ten or more models. Just give them exploding sixes. But right. I get it. They want to make it like a horde kind of thing. Yeah. So I, I, a unit of brute ragers with the mighty gorehakas, if you can hold them back, isn't horrible for hundred points. Yeah. Uh, that's it. So that's it for Iron Jaws. Now we got the Sons of Bahamut, which we talked about. I'm sorry, Broad, you did not make the cut for my charity. Yeah. Um, He's awesome. The sub faction's so good. The sub faction makes him good. Yes. Though you don't even need to have him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, King, him, I think. King Broad's stomp. So, Sons of Bahamut, they lose the. Oh, they must all have Sons of Bahamut keyword. Yeah. And then they all gain the King Broad stomp. Uh, so, they got the battle attack, the battle traits. They still count as Mighty Mix right here. And 
if your army includes King Broad, he has a five up ward while he's within three inches of friendly units. Crazy good. On 40 wounds, I think. 40 wounds on a five up. That makes him 60 wounds, essentially. Right. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty good. Yeah. But you can also, yeah, there's other ways to get five up wards in this. <laughs> and then smash it all to bits. So once per turn in your shooting phase, you can pick a terrain feature and a friendly Mega Gurgan uh, within one inch. Uh, if you do still roll a dice on a two up, that terrain feature is sundered. If it is sundered, roll a dice for each unit that is, has any models on it or garrison that terrain feature. On a two up, that unit suffers D3 mortal wounds. Then all models from that unit that were garrisoned or set up on that terrain feature must be set up wholly within six inches of that terrain feature and more than three inches from enemy models. If a model cannot be set up wholly within six inches of the terrain feature and more than three inches from enemy units, it is slain. The terrain features then remove from play. Yeah, teleporting gargants. <laughs> Finally, the mega gargant you pick can make a shooting attack in that phase with the hurled terrain missile weapon weapon below. 18 inch range, D6 attacks, fours and threes minus two, D3 plus three damage. Ouch. On a two up is pretty consistent. Yes. Yeah. So that's pretty good. Yeah, the teleporting bit is the part that we're waiting to see if GW is going to FAQ. Because the way it's worded right now, you tow your Garganon, that piece of terrain, you pick up the terrain, blow it up, and then you can teleport him essentially to be wholly within six of that piece of terrain. Super far away from where, you know, as long as you're still wholly within six. So I'm curious to see if they're going, I I feel like they're going to FAQ it, but I, I, don't, I don't know. It's The book's been out for a bit, Rich. Yeah, but there's still there hasn't been a Rain of the Brood FAQ yet. No, there hasn't. Yeah, so the book's been out for a bit. Yeah, um, and they can carry out so they lose all the monsters rampage, body slam, Sons of Muhammad, all that stuff. Yeah, which is big. Yeah, uh, the body body slam and shit is really good. I feel like Roar is still the most important though, right? So they can still do Roar at least. Sure, but the body slam is yes, it is good. Picture this, Ridge. You're playing against Sylvaneth. And Durthu charges into you, and they still want to be within holy nine inches of their tree. Yeah, you body slam him. Then bit. body slam him <laughs> away from the tree, and he gets ganked by three sons of Bahamut. Yes, I agree. Mega Gargans. Um, so, yeah, they get to do the King Stomp. Um, after they charge, the model makes a 3d6 move, but it must finish that move within three inches of enemy models. If you make a move in this way, it can pass across models and train features in the same manner as. A unit that can fly. At the end of the move, roll a dice for each unit it passed across. On a two-up, it suffers D3 mortal wounds. So it's it's a pretty good monster's rampage. <laughs> yeah. Oh, very good. It's the ogre. Exactly. Yeah, it's massive. Especially with yeah. picking that you can pick up a piece of terrain, get it out of your way, essentially, and then charge, and then 3-6 around screens. It's like just a game that we played it's your screens are not keeping you safe anymore essentially like they they have so many ways to just he need layers he need layers definitely need layers it's a 130 mil base so yeah but still you can screen it up it's, it's gonna be tough. um and they get a bunch of new stuff so they get command traits uh mm-hmm. even king broad can take them high expectations add one of the attack characteristic of the death grip made by a friendly Mega Gargant's while they're within three inches of another friendly Mega Gargant. Um, Big Eater. Comet phase. Enemy models are slain by attacks made with a Mega Gargant wholly within 12 inches. Generally, you can heat up to D3 wounds. 
Loudmouth Bully. Once per turn in the combat phase, you can pick a friendly King Broad Stomp unit wholly within 12 inches of this general. If you do so, until the end of the phase, use the top row. Crazy good. Damage table. That one's super good. Especially for, like, Gatebreakers. Anything. All your Gargans. Actually, the thing about Gatebreakers is when they drop really low, you can do that risky. Four up, yeah. Four up for 46 damage. 46. 46 more to lose. Um, Their Grand Strat is... Please grand strat if there's no terrain features on the battlefield. Like, the fuck off. Dumbest <laughs> thing ever. I don't definitely did not think that through or not play competitive games with you can do eight it. pieces. You can do it in twice each turn. There should be eight pieces. You can finish it by turn four. How? What do you mean? You can only do it once per shooting phase. Pick up oh, the smashing bits. It's literally yeah. impossible. I was I was literally thinking of smash it to rubble. Sorry. No. It's a monster's rampage. That's what I don't get. I don't know if they're gonna have to cue that too. Like they, I don't. No, I don't, they're just dumb. Just for your narrative games, I guess maybe. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, thank God for general grand strats. Like beat all the battle line, have battle line on the table. That seems like a pretty good one for Sons of Bahamut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, overshadow. Yeah, yes, yeah, that'd be good. Uh, so they get new artifacts. One of them is uh, Brand of the Gargan King. If he makes a charge move on modified tra- charge rules of eight plus, apply strike first to that unit. Solid. Lucky shiny hat. Five up ward against mortal wounds. Mm-hmm. So a little bit of a caveat. Yeah. So gargants don't really care about mortal wounds. They're more like you got to be able to do the damage. But still, nice, nice against hat. certain armies. Yeah. Really good spells. All the spells are like mortal Zinch, wounds. Yeah. Um, crafty keep creepers. A start of the hero phase, you can pick an enemy hero with an artifact of power within one inches and roll a die on a five up. That artifact can no longer be used. Meh, cool, <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Uh, the battle tactics good shot. Haha, you complete this battle tactic if an enemy unit was destroyed by uh, hurled terrain. King's conquests, um, uh, pick a if friendly king broad and one other friendly king broad stop you in a contestant the same objective at the end of this turn, that objective was controlled by your opponent at the start of the turn. Which they can just take whatever objective they want, anyways. Especially if you got two gargons on it. Yeah, <laughs> that you're pretty much taking it. Yeah, there's nothing that can compete with two gargons on an objective. Yeah, which is probably a big reason why we're seeing gargons make a big resurgence in the meta. Yeah, yeah, they're so- well, they're solid. They're they've always kind of been. They there. struggled in the last JHP. Yeah, because they're. There are things that could just do the damage to them. There's a lot of things right. that could just do enough damage. And they didn't uh-huh. have... Like, the last GHB was all about things that they just couldn't be. Like, GCs and all that shit. Like, they were just... Yeah. They were fucked with all tactics. Um, pick an objective on the battlefield you do not control. You complete the spell tactic at the end of the turn. You control that objective, and that objective is contested by a friendly King Broad stomp unit that made a charge move this turn. Pretty good. Yep. So, two... Very obtainable. Mm-hmm. Even three, honestly. Killing a unit with the Hurl Terrain. Yeah, that can easily happen, man. Four, or D2 it's a two-up. But You got to make it first, so you got to do the two-up. But Yeah, I took 17 damage from one tree, so, you know, <laughs> can definitely happen. It's not, it's not 46. It is not. Jeez. Uh, and the last one is the Grunstock Expeditionary Forces. Yep, yep. So... They have to. None of the heroes can be unique, and they have to have the gunstruck keyword. Yeah, not the heroes, but 
the because um, there are no heroes that have the gunstruck keyword. So thunderers, gun holders. Yep, pretty much. That's it. And your hero and, and heroes. the heroes, yeah. It's crazy. Remember how they are like nerfing thunders? Yeah, I know. Uh, so why would you do this, Rich? Why would you take this? Just to shoot a million things all the time, <laughs> and just so in run any phase that they shoot on a four up after they shoot, they can shoot again, but at minus one to hit. Yeah. So your thunders, your gun haulers. Yeah. That's so stupid, dude. It's so like and all risk. You know, if it goes off, how are you gonna get how are you gonna get thunders across the battlefield? You put them in the boat, the gun haulers. <laughs> Rapid redeployment. Mm. So each time a friendly gunstruck gun holder makes a normal move or runs, I can say that it will transport a friendly unit. If you do so, make a move that's made. Pick one of the friendly gunstruck extraordinary forces with the wound characters six or less. That is when three inches of a gunstruck gun holder and more than three inches from enemy models, enemy units. How many can you do actually? In, in, Remove in... that unit from the battlefield each time, each time. So you can do that. But if it, can you do fifteen in one gun holder, or is it because I feel like it would be the limit? Because usually only the um, can hold, unless they have that compartment. Or no, it's just a wound characteristic of six or less. They're not carrying them. Like, they're not transporting them. Yeah, so it is just they're, the 15. They're teleporting them. Yeah, cool. So you can do 15s. Yeah. Um, so then after the gun hauler finishes his move, set up that unit that it transported within three inches of the gun struck gun hauler, more than three inches. Wholly within three inches. More than three inches from enemy units. Wholly within so three just, of the gun hauler. Okay. So you surround it. Because it's a 100 mil base or something? The gun hauler? It's a oval. Oval. I feel like it's... The it's, large oval. Yeah, it's probably... I think it's bigger. Is it the 105? Same as like a doom wheel and stuff. I get weird on the old. It might be that one or one bigger. I can't remember. So you can just teleport all your thunders. <laughs> and they're all battling. So you can just take thunders and gun haulers. And they can just shoot the world. And then all your gun haulers shoot again, which is... They're not great, but still... On a four-up shooting twice, those stats drastically change. You're gonna you're gonna push through enough to to kill stuff. Uh, it's so obnoxious. Yeah, it's crazy. It's just I I don't know. I I get it, but it's like did, it, I don't think it was needed with <laughs> them already being the shooting. It was kind of already there. Like I said, it's either going to be you roll those four ups and you just absolutely obliterate your opponent, or you don't and you wish you had your allegiance abilities from the other KO stuff. <laughs> Like you wish, yeah. To use. Like one of the things that you're really gonna want is a four up rally. Fly, and you're gonna lose that in here. No, there. Oh wait, no, you're not. Yes, because there's a command tree <laughs> for that fucking obnoxious four. Why rally. they needed to keep that on the three up save <laughs> so uh, thunders, but you lose fly high and uh, what combat landing disengage all the all the. It's all in or not. This is just very much. I make my move. Yeah, I shoot your shit. If you live, it's gonna hurt. Yep. But then even you're unleashing hell. Like you're still shooting the shit. And out of even them. on an unleash hell, you can pop again, right? Yep. Yeah. That's cool. Each time they shoot in any well, phase. I don't know if cool is the word, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other command trait. So the four up ward, obviously. Um, no, not ward, four up rally. Uh, if they get issued in all at defense, they get a five up ward. So, oh, that's right. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. Thunders with a three-up save and a five-up ward are actually really hard to get rid of. Yeah, it's fine. And But are you doing that or the rally? Uh, Yeah, the rally, obviously. Well, it depends, but... 
Because if you can have 15 Thunderers hold up a unit for the next round, and then everything gets to shoot it off anyways. If you want to shoot it, if you want to shoot that unit, yeah. Uh, and then the other one's once per battle, which is just never a sentence you want to hear on anything that you pick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> at the end of the hero phase, if a gun holder was destroyed, you can roll a dice, add the number of the current battle round. On a six plus, you can set up another gun holder on the table with five wounds allocated to it. Meh. Uh, the grand strat is if there's at least one friendly Thunderer's unit and at least one friendly gunstruck gun hauler on the battlefield. Yep. Pretty pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. <laughs> pretty easy. Pretty good. Um, their artifacts of power is each time an uh, expedited force wholly within 12 inches of the bear is affected by a spell or ability of an endless spell, you can roll a dice on a four up, you ignore those effects. Pretty good. Yep. <laughs> uh, added add nine inches to the range of char- range characteristic of mi- missile weapons by the bearer, which the heroes don't really have. Well, that's no, can't take unique. So the heroes are not really shooting. No, they have the only problem. one that is is the name dude, whatever his name. The is. The chemist has the three d six shots, but kind of. But what's his name? The, what's the the, the name dude that shoots like a frigate. Oh, Brock? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brock. Brock shoots like a frigate. He would be all right. Yeah, no. Uh, grudge fire rounds, pick a bear's missile weapon. If an unmodified hit roll of a sixth, it causes a number of mortal wounds equal to the damage characteristic, and the attack sequence ends. Shmeh. Yep. And then pal tactics are very achievable. So cool. Cool, cool. <laughs> yeah, and the tactics are really good. and well, KO already has such good ones in their book as well. But... So Sons of Bahamut. Pretty good? Yeah, really. I think they're really good. I think this is a really good self-action we're going to see. You'll see Trug's herd, yeah. but I don't think we'll ever see them at the top. I don't think so either. And that's I've played some games, and I'm like I said, I'm on a big gets, gets kick. And I really want to, but it's the only problem is just the mobility yeah. Those, you know, when you play Towers, or not Towers, uh, what's the sixth objective mission? Winter, Snow. Limited resources. No, no. That one as well, though. But the other one, uh, whatever. It's a sixth objective mission. It's like you can't move fast enough with all the trug and, and the trugs. So, yeah. But, Tough. yeah. It's a cool book, though. Like for popping out and changing shit up, it's it's kind of for sure. And and for people that want to like, it's not just purely competitive, right? People want to run three danks and trug, and it it is really cool. I I do really and they fucking hit. Oh my god, man! (laughs) Two danks hit, let alone three. It's ridiculous. And then plus one attack characteristic with the dank boss. And the the dank boss has another attack characteristic. The hit so So twos and twos. It's it's wild. Plus two attack characteristics that year. Let's say let's that's that's uh it's it's pretty much so I did I killed six Agrodon Lancers with two Dankled Trogoths uh with the minus one damage. I I lifted six of them in, in the game with Carl, and that was two of them. Through minus Carl. one damage. Yeah. Carl was not happy. Carl. About it. <laughs> well Carl's happy right now because he's at Cal. He's so happy. Little cutie, he's so lucky he to go to all. The and tourneys. he got best Asian. Yes, he did. Woo. He beat all the Asians to be best Asian. Who was it? That Mike? first round game was a banger, bro. Who did he play? Was it Mike that he played? He played Mike. Yeah, he played Maccabee the first round, 
and it was Korn. So Seraphon versus Korn. Nice. And then he played Ling, I think, round oh, two. Oh, he beat Ling, yes. Carl can never beat Ling. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, Ling was in Carl's head. Of course, he's beat him. To be fair, times. though, Castle wasn't like top tier list. No, absolutely not. For the most that's part. The whole, that's the bit about Castle. That's what's amazing. Yeah, it, was, it was just having fun. Yeah. Um, Teresa did well. Yes, I saw uh, her amazing Mukau uh, stuff and the hats. the hats. Everything was hats. She's the best. Uh, Tristan went four and one. I saw that he was playing. Was he playing? I was playing OBR probably. Right. He's playing OBR. Yeah. His uh, <laughs> his army. He was amazing. Everyone took pretty casual lists. Tristan took OBR. <laughs> yeah. OBR. <laughs> OBR. OBR. Tristan was out for blood. He loves. Well, he's- or as as Rob said. Tristan in his unmedicated ADHD is a terror. <laughs> yes. He's got the Tomb Kings, man. You got to bring him out. Awesome. Dude's got energy for days, man. Yeah. Such a lovely human being. And I miss having coffee in the morning with him because that's what we did at Castle. Him and I were always the first ones up. Yep. And we always just roll in there and make our coffee and have a little chit chat. Yep. I miss shooting hoops with him. That was the first time I met him last year as well. And we fucking, we shot hoops a lot. And he is like incredible at basketball. I always knew like he was good and like he's super into it and everything. But just playing, I was on, or was I think I was on his team in the first part. And I was just like, he was just draining so many shots. It's like, so you are actually really, really good at basketball. When everyone was playing in like barefoot and stuff. Gavin, yeah, with his bare feet. <laughs> like a it's hilarious seeing everyone like, because he was good at basketball too. It's like, you know, everyone kind of probably played in high school and shit. But once you just have a few drinks and get out playing, it's just so fun. That's the yeah. best about Castle when you, because it's hanging out with everyone and like finding out things like that, like playing basketball or like when you go and you play like cards or do something. It's just like, you know, I used to play this What's, all the time. It, it's just well it was a collective thought that we go to tournaments with friends yeah we have a really good time but like tournaments take your attention yeah like you're in the zone you're playing your games and then when you come out of it and then then, when you come out of it then you have your friendship fun and memories castle the whole idea behind it was it just doesn't stop you just have that whole three very concentrated days of intense friendship. Yes. And just doing everything with all your best mates. Exactly. And and chatting about, you know, your life and where you're from and all that stuff. And that's the that's what my favorite part about going to tournaments is. So yeah. It is yeah. the greatest. It's that. it's the after the tournaments. Yeah. Like yes, I love playing AOS in person, as we established, not TTS. Mm-hmm. I love playing AOS. It's super fun. You get that right crew, and it's just, it's otherworldly. But the amount of people that I met through this hobby is phenomenal. Like, I never would have met any of these people without AOS. And I'd be working, and I don't know, I'd have a truck with, like, truck nuts on it or something. I don't know. (laughs) What do people do around here? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Ridge wouldn't be sitting here fucking painting a troll. I know. We wouldn't be bros, man. I'm super happy that we met through that. So many people. Yeah. It's, it's the best. There's a good thing from TPS. TTS, I met Ridge. Yes, exactly. I would have met Ridge anyways, yeah. but that was our first We would event. eventually for sure have, yes. But then 
you got to meet me and beat me and knock me out of winning a tournament. Yep. That's just great. Fun times. I don't think we were in contention to win anyways, were we? Uh, No, like third or something, because I had a loss yeah. as well. Or no, you didn't have a oh, loss. I did have I didn't have a loss. I was top yeah. of the three ones and you were bottom of the four O's. Bottom of the four O's. Yeah. yeah. Fuck six. <laughs> <laughs> the old hammer time series. Uh, Owen. Yeah. Ran a tight ship that man. Yeah. Remember like, I just remember like the hobby rooms in between your matches. Yeah. And you just like bullshitting with all these random people. And it's not facial, but it's just like everyone BSing and oh, it's the best. drinking and. It was it was a it was a very unique thing that I just don't think you'll ever see again. No, the coolest part, and that's one of the biggest things I liked as well, was all the European. Right? It's like when you go to Worlds. I haven't been, like, I haven't fucking been able to go. But that's like I said, the most interesting thing to me is hanging out with all the Americans and just talking about things like we do even when we're hobbying, because it's different in Canada. It's different in Toronto. Like when you talk to someone from Sweden and Finland, like that that stuff is just so cool to me. Just just learning about each other's like you know, the way you do things in your country and blah, blah. Like I would rather do that than play Warhammer, but the Warhammer part is what brings kind of it together. Reginald talking about European. <laughs> Why? Reginald talking about European. Okay. <laughs> European. Oh my um... God. <laughs> I'm the new dad and I'm not even making that bad of jokes. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, yeah, Hammer Time was... I only got in the last one. That was it. You played in a couple of them, didn't you? Yeah, I played in a bunch of them. It's all we had back then, man. Right. Yeah, because you were, like, watching them and shit all the time, too. Oh, yeah. They got, like, pretty intense. You were just Jones, and you're like, I need my, t- I need my AOS. Yeah, bro. I was up... Oh, God. I was up at... Tournaments started sometimes. I played in a few Aussie ones. They started at, like... One in the morning until like nine or until whatever, like noon the next day. It was like just crazy to think about. Think back now. It's like there's no fucking way I would ever do do that now. But when you don't have it in person, right? No, that's true. That's what it was. And that's probably why you'll just never see it again because now we have in person until the next pandemic strikes us down. (laughs) And then you can't get microphones and audio equipment and shit like that we're just <laughs> fucked <laughs> but yeah all right let's put a bow on the show sweet bro uh you got any uh shout outs uh yeah my shout out's gonna be to and i already mentioned her but you said possibly nicole was gonna be on tonight and i really was looking forward to it so my shout out's gonna be to her and uh miss you nicole so that's yeah she shout-out. she cooked thanksgiving dinner all day i wasn't gonna do this to her that is perfectly fair so yeah, but that's she's gonna be my shout out because I love her and I miss her. Uh, my shout, I guess, to another awesome female, and that's uh, Teresa for rocking it at the castle and keeping up to date with all her updates, like how she bought some sort of green camouflage outfit with snakes on it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so. Teresa's the best. She's so cool, and she beat the shit out of Jacob. Amazing. Yeah, <laughs> she took. Jacob's rats and just beat the. Was crowd. that on stream? Yeah. Oh, I can't. That was to go. that was game two. Ooh, I'm gonna go watch that back. So nice. We should give a shout out to Rob actually too for just being a beauty and just doing all this so we can all watch it. His streams are legit, really good. Oh, so good. And I know it's not like hyper competitive, but like that's all our bros and brodettes. Yeah. 
Exactly. And I'm ho- I hope he, it's, him and uh, Luis had a really good time because it looked like they were having a great time. So, Yeah, I think so. I think they're having a grand old time. Yeah, he does so much. So it's just so good to see him have a good time and get to relax and, you know. Yeah, bro. Yeah, hopefully it was relaxing. <laughs> I know it's probably still a lot of shit going on for sure, but it's like... A bunch of people doing acid and shit around you. <laughs> Chewing mushrooms going and walking into the yeah. woods, playing pool until yeah. three in the morning. I don't think anyone got naked. I don't know. I gotta get some more stories. Yeah. Disappointed. No ticks were had. No dicks and ticks. <laughs> Alright, episode 137. Thanks for joining Bridge. Appreciate your fill-ins. And yeah, you're great at filling holes. <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> don't uh don't choke on your cocks, peeps. <laughs> Peace. Yeah,